Oh, we have right a Tuesday. No, wait. We have we a. Can... Oh my god. We're not gonna be able to edit this out. No, because it's a no edits episode. Oh. Oh. So enjoy as we talk about Drag Race. Fucking your cousin. <laughs> we need to stop talking about incest. Euphoria. We talking about Euphoria. We talked about. You being an ugly bitch. You ugly bitch. All the gigs you did. You're um, soon to be the new mayor of West Hollywood. Absolutely. If Yes. And um, I used to pee on the streets in WeHo. All right. All right. Let's, let's take it from there. Enjoy, yeah, enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Goodbye. Forever. First choice is a big old bus. You turn around and boom, you end up with us. Sloppy seconds. Oh, Diva. Our number is 213 <laughs> 536 918 Our email is sloppy Now on with the show. How you sloppy, you stupid little fucks, you not so fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks. It's me, Meepaw, and that's Big Dipper. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meepaw. And welcome to our new No Edit <laughs> episode. We've Listen, done one of these before. Man. So it's not new. I just didn't know how to introduce it. I was going to say, people love the 9-1. 9-1! People say that just on their own. 9-1. We got a couple calls of people just singing it at us. Actually, why don't you play that voicemail that I just sent called phone number? Oh, because uh, are there some people auditioning? I don't know. I can't remember. Trying to take your job? Do it. I dare um, you. I just want to say the last guy that called in said that you were saying the phone number too fast, Meatball. They're not a true fan because if they were and they listened to every episode, they would have it remembered by now. Two one three five three six nine one eight zero. Oh, <sighs> goodbye. No, girl, I liked her vocal. She her option she went, was she correct. Nine one eight zero. It sounded like don't. Wake Daddy. Do you remember that uh, game, Don't Wake Daddy? Have we talked about this before? We've I'm talked about it before, and no, I don't remember it like, because at all. things that are burned in my brain. Don't, don't wake it always seem to go. You know that song? Yes. Don't, don't know, know what you, you got till it's gone. Do you know what that song is called? They pay paradise and put, and up, put a up a party. Sandra Bullock movie. The Blind Side? No. <laughs> Wait, what is that song called? Big Yellow Taxi. It's called Big Yellow Taxi, but in the Sandra Bullock movie, two weeks notice that she did with Hugh Grant, Grant um, they play that song because they're literally demolishing a like um, Coney Island community center to put up like a multi-million dollar condominium. And while she's like walking around the community center, like or looking at the neighborhood that will be demolished, they're playing. Paid paradise and put up, put up a, a parking lot. lot. I'm trying to be a little more gentle because people still Paid have a paradise. lot to say about our vocal up. voices and our well, vocal quality. They're the ones tuning in, Dima. Yeah, you're listening. Are you, uh, I could mention a couple of other podcasts where the vocal <laughs> quality is not great, but we no, won't not, go there. It's not about the quality, the 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 um quality being good versus bad. It's just about our tone of voice being annoying. Yeah, I said vocal quality, not. Oh yeah, well, uh, at least we don't have vocal fry. Okay. 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 It could be worse.
All right, so today I want to do, I want to get the gig rundown. I want to know what you've been up to because you have basically been at the gig for five days. For two weeks straight, basically. Like, What's the West Hollywood update? You talked Mama, about, you I, were like, I'm going I, back. I went, and I'm going back again in February 14th. Fan favorite. Fan favorite for <laughs> Mickey's Showgirls on the 14th. If you're in LA, come see me. Um, listen, I <laughs> What are you enjoy, looking at? Sorry, I'm what are you looking like at? Out the spacing out. Your well, because I was remembered. <laughs> well, because, yeah, they got locked on something outside. But I just remembered as I was driving into WeHo, I haven't been there since, like, I shot that video of me screaming at people. Drunk. No, like, very beginning of pandemic, I did that, like, put your mask on Oh, yes. Thing. Your, your pitch was, I'm going to drive through WeHo, and I'm going to yell at all the gays for not wearing their mask. Meanwhile, I got drove, there, the streets were empty, and the, the people out in the streets people were wearing masks. Wearing masks. It was at the height of gaze over COVID. You were like, I'm going to catch these faggots being bad. And then now you're the one at the parties. Yeah. Well, I, okay. Well, first of all, I just want to say the reason I was so booked and blessed was because I said yes to every single gig that was offered to me. And I often say no all the time consistently because I just don't want to be doing them. And this time I was like, oh, if we're about to go into another lockdown, I might as well like get a couple hundred in the bank before we. Get your coins stacked and your COVID uh Yeah, infected. I was like, this is grocery money for a month. So I I went to WeHo and I had a wonderful time at Rocco's. I didn't realize that it was owned by Lance Bass. Yeah, and he girl. Often, often frequenting. Um, he was not there that night. Starships are meant to fly. Dun, 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 and then dun, I hosted dun. the drag race viewing party at Let me ask Precinct. you because I'm I missed I missed In the brunch. When you perform Starships at Fat Slut, I arrived late. Wow. My apologies to DDM. Um, The whole reason you were going to come was to see DDM, and then I think they were already gone by the time you got there. No, we got to chat outside as I arrived. (laughs) Um, No, but, yeah. so my curiosity to you is, is that just tequila on the rocks? No, it's that's a, definitely an alcohol glass. No, it's it is a. It's tumbler. a rocks glass. It's a rocks glass. It's a tumbler. <laughs> but it's because I put I like none of the um Lacroix were cold, so I had to put them on ice. Like, oh, okay. cold drink. Oh yeah, you like ice? Oh, you got a hot drink and a cold drink. No, here's my question. Ooh. Do you flip starships at all, or you do it straight? We're doing it straight, Mama. Well, that one <laughs> so started. The flip in general is just you doing it. Dressed like, like, well, okay, so the one at my, <laughs> at, at Fat Slut was different. It was, it started off with me being in space, and I had, like, a big helmet. You didn't see the helmet. I'll no, I was not there. Break. I missed it. I have a giant helmet that goes over it, and it was like, dun, 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 dun. But then I matched up that song. Well, no, I started farting. Like, in the song, it would be like, Oh, and that's fun. It would fun. be like extended farts, and I was like, oh, oh. And so then I took it off. And then Starships began, and then I did some stuff with the words. Like, when it was like, leave a good tip, you know, I put that on repeat to let the audience know. Leave a good tip. Leave a good tip. Leave a good tip. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I and like then I that. shortened it because she says, let's do this one more time. Six times. Let's do this one more, one more time. Sing. Could we sing Starships more on this podcast? Let's go to the beach. Eat. And then last night, I was hosting the Box Stars. It's the go-go competition at Precinct. 
And normally there's like five or six contestants this week. We had, or this month we had 14 people. Oh my gosh. Wait, so it doesn't carry over. It's a one night contest. Yes. And I think it's only on like the random extra Sunday of the month. How much meat? A lot of meat. A lot lot of meat on display? A lot of meat. One of the employees. Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. Never mind. We're not editing. No edits. No edits. A lot of meat was out, and it was great. It's just so interesting to see them (laughs) shake it proper for just for for $300. It's crazy what people are willing to do. Speaking of meat, how was the brunch? Did they do sausage at the brunch? They did do, they had a full, the precinct menu was pretty good. And they had a full breakfast menu, chicken and waffles, breakfast burrito, eggs over easy, Mm. eggs hard. How do you like your eggs? I don't like, I like them pretty much anyway, but like not scrambled dry. I don't like when they're like chewy. Yeah, like powdered eggs, you mean? Well, you can scramble an egg too much so that it starts to brown and stuff. And I'm like, ugh. No, thank you. I prefer well, an omelet. Yeah, that's not like a way to cook them. That's people. People, when you get scrambled eggs, them. if you go to uh, name any WeHo brunch, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but if you, I'm just kidding. I'm, I have never been. We're to not one. editing. We're, We're not editing. So I said what I said. Oh, but what I when I drove into WeHo, I just started having flashes of like all the crazy shit that I used to do there. Like what? Like you, you just when you turn that corner and you. You pull past the Waffle House or whatever. I used to park my car like all the way down on that block and, and then, then just walk, walk in full drag like five blocks to the gig. When you're in drag free. and you walk, you definitely have like a bounce to you. <laughs> I'm bouncing. I do, especially if I'm in a crock. It really gives me that. Yeah, but I like, you know, you I think it's because I have a lot of momentum when you move forward. You're really well, I'm not playing games. <laughs> And I like, I think I like the feeling of the wig bouncing on my shoulders. Yeah. It makes me feel dainty, but I'm like huge. Well, I, okay. I saw something on Twitter that I want to ask your opinion about. I'm going to share the screen. But basically, um, you said there was a lot of meat at the box competition. Uh, I saw, you know, Matt Barracuda, who throws the Barracuda parties that we frequently uh, host and participate in. Are you about to show me that picture of those guys fucking backstage? (laughs) Yes, did you see this? I saw it, and I just want to know why I'm never in proximity to anything like that at a bear. I feel party. like this too, Matt. We're calling you out, Matt. Right we're now saying on the it right now. Are why? You... How come every time we're at your events, no one's fucking around us? Are we? Actually, that's not um... true. When we were at the one at the um at the Globe, there was a lot of action happening downstairs. Oh, there was. And I remember, like, me and Avery and Michael were just like looking at each other while like Go Go's were like very aggressive on the sofas. I think. There's there's a few things. One, I think you and I could be can be boner killers. I'll just say it. Well, I think it might be the wig in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> and me, every time I see someone, I'm always like, hey, how's it going? Can I talk to you about a project I'm working on? It's never yeah. like, hey, what's up? Sexy, let me grab your butt. I'm like, how's your mom? Can we make a podcast together? So that could be boner killer. But then two, I think Matt is a master marketer because I see all of these photos existing from Barracudas. They're they're time stamped. They're in the venue. You see them happening. And there are disgusting slutty things happening at these parties. All it does is make me want to go to these parties. 
Absolutely. But every time I'm there, everyone's all buttoned boner up. Kill. Boner killer. Are we boner killers? Well, yeah, I've, yeah. I mean, yesterday when I was in the dressing room with all those men's is getting naked, I was, I was just looking at Tony and I was like, they'd never touch me. They'd never touch me. This dick is going inside a butt while all these people are watching and they're like on their dance break. Girl, amazing. Well, I've followed one guy on OnlyFans who's a go-go here in LA and like, it look you can tell which dressing room that they're in. You know what I mean when they're fucking, and it's never the ones that we're going to. It's a lot of like, maybe a lot of the bullet, other ones. A lot of Bullet Bar, maybe a lot of um. Ooh, the Bullet Bar. A lot of the ones that are out in like Pasadena or well, not Pasadena. Where are the other bear bars? All right, let's take a break. We'll take a break, and I'll let you know. We'll, we'll be right back. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like... Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals? Try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And Factor Meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you gotta do is heat up and savor the good stuff. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 and use code sloppysecconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus... 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Okay. And we're back. I want to talk to you about euphoria. I'm in. Are you watching? Well, I've, I've started with this season. I need to go back and watch it. <gasps> yes, I'm watching. Yeah, what is wrong with you? 
You know, there's just something about watching teenagers in high school that I didn't really want to watch, but I realized they're all full-grown adults. Okay, well, that's And Alexa the conver- Demi, Demi Alexa, what's her name? She's hot. They're all, it's crazy. I want to, like, yes. I, someone was talking to me about this. Oh, uh, someone, uh, this guy that I was training with, he he was like, oh, did you, have you started the new Ozark? And I was like, no, it's I'm on gay. my list. I'm going to get to it, but it took me a long time to get through the first you know, three seasons and I'm really busy right now. And he was like, yeah, I never watched those three seasons, but I started this one. And I was like, what? Are you able to do that? I cannot do that. I pick up on stuff. Like with this one, all I needed was like Michael to tell me the relationship between people. And then once that happens, they do a really good job of like telling you what's going on over and over and over. During but the show. five minutes in, aren't you like, this is a visual masterpiece and there's an entire first season. That yeah, I'm going to go back the... and watch the other season, but now I'm in this one. So might as well find out what happens to Nate's dad. No, I, to me, I'm, I'm like the moment I like something, I'm like, I must like, if I catch a glimpse, I, this has happened to me Nate's many times stick? in my life. No, well, no, that no, happens in really season one. Penis. I know. Um, no, I caught an episode of Breaking Bad like five years ago, and it was like in the third season, and I watched like 25 minutes of it with someone. I went back and binged the entire series. Okay, I've binged the entire <laughs> series of Breaking, of Breaking Bad, Bad? Too, for a very similar reason, but ask me any amount of details about no it, idea. and I can't tell you anything. Cause what I was watched the name it of the restaurant? So quickly, Gus's Chicken. Oh, okay. Well, that's world pizza. famous fried chicken. Do you remember the episode of Breaking Bad where the pizza on the roof? The pizza on the roof was amazing. Do you remember the episode of Breaking Bad where the entire episode was just at the dining room table? Yes, that was a weird one. It was amazing because it was like a play. That's why I really liked it because there was no scene change. It was like a one act play. You love a play. I am a theater gal. Okay, but here's here's the conversation that's swirling on TikTok, I'm going to say it, uh, about like euphoria, TikTok. is that I Constantly. everyone is like, why is there so much nudity? Then everyone else is like, it's amazing that there's so much nudity. Absolutely. There and then people are like, nudity. they're in high school. And then everyone's like, well, they're adults playing high schoolers. It is kind of a tricky scenario it's right? the same thing that happened with uh big mouth where everyone's like i don't want to look at a cartoon child right movie. but then it's like well it's adults and it's a cartoon it's yeah it's a cartoon so but it, it does feel like... weird on big mouth they're fucking like 12 and like jerking off and mm, we're watching it. yeah well i think that there's nothing wrong with it as long as like no one's getting hurt and i feel like in a weird way big mouth was educational and euphoria yes. is it's fun to watch kids do a bunch of drugs. It really takes me back. Girl, in the first episode of this season, she about dies. And yeah. in the first and season, in the first season she, she ODs, dies too. girl. That's hectic. <sighs> Here's my I have a pitch. All you all you SNL writers who we know listen to this podcast, literally none. Here's my S- What did you say? I said there's probably one. It's probably one. Sure. That's Here's a big coffee for a little man. Did you just call me little? You make so many fat jokes about me. I mean, your stature. You're fat for sure. You're just short. 
What were you saying? What's I'm your not bit? that short. You mean like emotionally little. My bit is, you know, the way, okay, so I, I, the director of Euphoria is uh, Sam Levinson. There's a very specific camera style. Very often in the camera, there's like slow pushes in and then the camera will like shift 90 degrees, yeah. like all the way to the left to reveal there's another character watching or someone else is involved, right? That's like, like all a, those girls are yelling at the fat chick and then- and then it pivots, right? And so that is like part of visual language. My SNL skit is like it pivots and there's just like a kid doing homework. And that kid goes home and like has a snack of like apple slices and peanut butter. And then just like watches the TV show, takes out the garbage, maybe like <laughs> does Wordle and goes to sleep. It's the just idea a normal just day a for normal, a normal child. <laughs> but like Rue is narrating it. Yeah. It's all shot so beautifully. But the kid is literally just normal. Because everyone in that school is insane. Rue's new friend... Girl, is this spoilers? I don't know. Are people watching it? I think this enough is... people are watching it. Maybe not. I don't know about the crossover between us and Euphoria, but. But I will say, like, she meets this new guy and he randomly has money because she's like, oh, he has money because he sells stems online. And I'm like, you're 15 and you also have a side hustle where you make thousands of dollars selling music stems on the internet so you guys can buy fucking designer drugs. I wish I could do designer drugs. I wish you could do designer. You know what I'm saying? Uh, me too, bitch. I wish I had <laughs> money. Out. Wait, what? remember when we got corn dogs? Oh yeah. And then didn't I make a um a really funny joke at your expense and I normally never get those in? Yeah, you made a Weight Watchers joke. Oh yes. And I it was pretty funny, but I can't remember what it was. I mean, but we were there with our favorite cum dump Gabriel, Gabriel. Gastelum. Yeah, we have a project that we're in the works, a special secret project that we'll secret talk about in we six will months. Never talk about <laughs> ever again. We're really, those girls right now. We are, but it's going to be so long for so far from now. I mean, people will figure it out. I love planning ahead. It's my new favorite thing. It makes me feel so good. Remember when I was late to get corn dogs? I was the one. I was the one who texted the group and said. Hey, everybody, let's make sure none of us are late today or whatever. Well, the backstory was I apparently, in a fever dream, named the date, the time, date, and time, the and location. activity and location of what we were doing. And then later turned around and was like, Is So, this, where are we going to do meeting? this on Zoom? And we were both like, We already plan to go to this place. So then I pushed the meeting by 90 minutes with enough notice, like two days' notice. But I was yeah. like, Can it actually be at 3 30? Everyone agreed. And on the day of, Meatball sent a text and said what? Please no one be late. You said, please let us know that you won't be late. Please give us a heads up. You were just very, very aggressive about your communication that no one could be late. I just, okay, here's what I didn't want to happen was that like me and Gabriel got there and then we were waiting on you for 30 minutes because you had a meeting that ran long, which happens. Which happens. I, I But agree. you actually arrived there five minutes before me. That's right, because you were, what's the word now? Five minutes late. More but I was stuck. Minutes. I was, here's what happened was I was coming down Western uh-huh. and I got stuck behind a um, fire truck and it they blocked off the street so I had to go around the highway around 
late on the 101, but I was only five minutes late. Sure, sure. I don't really care. It's just that you always make such a big deal out of it. And on that, let's go to break. And we're back. My little Debbie, my little kitty cat. What? Is so constipated. And there's, we've been doing everything we can. We might have to go to the vet tomorrow, which might ruin our whole plan for next week. What are you doing next week? We're going to go to Palm Springs for like a midweek. Y'all really do love a vacation. Love it. Can't stop going. Can't also, stop taking a break. Like, she can't poop, and it's just like really annoying. And I, we thought for a minute, we thought if anyone's a cat lover, we thought it was because every time she tried to go poop, Archie would like jump into the litter with her. Oh, he'd be like, "You pooping?" Yeah, and he's nosy, and <laughs> she has. Ooh. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have you to need, edit. No, you need another drink. Oh no. We have three litter boxes around the house. There's one like. They're just everywhere for them. Wouldn't be me. It, could be, it couldn't be me anymore either. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why don't you take gonna... over because something's happening? Well, okay. Well, I wanted to talk about cats in my neighborhood. So it's interesting that you brought up Debbie and um, constipation. Um, I will tell, this is a throwback. I, when I was 14 years old, I worked at an animal hospital. It was part of an internship. Yes, oh, no. It was part of an internship. No, you didn't work at an animal. That was a Chinese restaurant. I had the job at the at. same time. Oh. I had bo- both jobs at the same time. Oh, my goodness. Um, but when I was 14 years old, I uh, had an internship for my high school biology class. I worked at the animal hospital. And one of the first cases I saw was a constipated cat. And I remember I had to like have like an internship journal. We took an x-ray and we saw all the poops in the cat. Lined up. I drew a picture of it. And the cat was one of my classmates' cat. Like like a friend of mine from high school, her mom brought the cat in. And she was like so embarrassed that I like wrote about it in my, my journal. She was like, I can't believe you would do that to me. You put our business out there. And I'm like, your cat? Is constipated. Like, that has nothing to do with you, nor is it a judgment call on you. She was so embarrassed. And I'm like, I had to re- report on what happened to my internship. Yeah, and your cat can't shit. Which happens a lot to cats, apparently. So they gave it an enema. So maybe you could teach Deb how to do. Just sit her on my squatty potty. Or no, not my squatty. On my tushy. And just yeah, she's too short for the squatty potty. Yeah. Um. Yeah, show her what a fleet's about. You don't Dude, use a why hose. would you use a fleet? No. But re- people like to use a fleet because it's a control. Okay. Um we have a special episode coming out on Friday. Yes, I was about to say. We talk about it a little bit with the doctor. We talk about it a little bit with this doctor, but you know, if you use too much water, it's a bad thing. So I think people like to use the fleet bottle or a bulb. I prefer the bulb because it's the fleet is so much waste. You just throw yeah, them so out. You single can't use plastic yeah. and you dump out the thing. But I understand if you're like traveling and you don't have your bulb with you or you're not a regular bottom and you just need to. I've got 
a package of fleets just in my apartment, just in case. For Fleet Week. Yes, honey, it's for Fleet Week. I remember when I used to live in New York. Where? uh, I lived on technically the East Village, but we say Lower East Side on this podcast a lot. (laughs) Um, Great. (laughs) There's a short, there's a small difference. Now, um, we, we would, during Fleet Week, we would go to the Midtown bars, like the Ritz. I've been. I performed at the Ritz once. Twice. Where? Just downstairs? Yeah, they used to do, like, Caswell and Peppermint used to have a night there, and they booked me once. Um, Miss Cracker used to have a night there. Mm. Girl, they would just, like, run up and down the runway, the center console. You know who else used console. to have a night there? Who? Miss Sherry Pie. At the Ritz? Mm-hmm. Because one now, time when I went to New York, and we, we were friends, she texted me to swing by the Ritz and say hi, and she was, like, sitting on the bar with a thing of shots, Gave me a shot. We hung out. Stuck around. Oh, she also had a show at Hardware that I went to. I want to say what you said out loud to me recently, which is you were like, I want to hear her story and have her on the pod and bring, like, is she getting a comeback? I am not a fan of this. Why not? I think. I think it's a conversation that I think we should be having. Not that I want her to have a comeback and not that I support anything that she did. But I just want to know, like, after that interview with Tamar Braxton or whoever that lady was, she, what was her name? Tamari? No. The Tamron Hall. Tamron Hall. You know who Tamron Hall is, No, I don't. I didn't know who Tamron Hall was until that interview happened. I did not know who Tamron Hall was. (laughs) You just called her Tamar Braxton. Fuck. <laughs> Remember when Tamar Braxton was like, and they said I look like a Muppet? No. She said that once, and I felt it. Um, After that interview, she kind of, like, went away. And I want to know, like, there's been pictures of her performing at some bar in New York. I just want to know, like, what she's up to. Is that wrong? No, I mean, it's not wrong. Like, welcome to the world. There are people who did fucked up things in the world, and after they get caught doing those fucked up things, they have to figure out what the rest of their life looks like. And, you know, people atone and people make good or people get arrested or sued or whatever. She should write a movie. She should write a movie. To me, I, I would much prefer the conversation with the people who were on the receiving end of her bullshit. That's you true. Know? That's true. That's, and there's other, there's been the other podcasts that... that have covered that. And that's also yeah. such old news, but like, definitely go listen to those. I think Monet exchange and, and lady, lady bunny. Yeah. Bunny did one with, but one I guess for me, shows. I'm not like, let's get Sherry pie on the show to like talk. Yeah. I guess it's just that thing when like, it's the same for lady Maga, Maga, whatever. I was like, so intrigued by her because it was just like, what's going on? Like, I really want to get to the bottom of it, but it's, right. I'm not a therapist. There's nothing I can gain from it. Except for asking really, really intrusive questions. Right. <laughs> Which we know you love to <laughs> I do. I do love to do it. But yeah, I mean, I think it, I think it brings up this interesting point of like, if 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 Sherry Pie had not been cast on Drag Race, we may have seen an article come out that says New York City drag queen, you know, uh, accused of elaborate catfishing and like sexual exploitation 
of like collaborators. I actually don't think anything would have come out. I think that it probably would have all been like hearsay and rumors, but like. But the moment the, the stuff platform, came out, people but were I think like, "People were coming for for her because, like, at this point, they're like, she's famous, and she and you need to know that right. there's this dark side to her." But had she just been in a New York girl, they probably would have just canceled her at the clubs and told her that she's not allowed to perform there, and she would have just moved to another city, probably. But that's what I'm saying. I'm like, so why, like, why do we need to talk to her? Like, I'm uninterested in that because I'm like, it, it's not like. There's a difference if you've contributed to the world in a major way and then there's some sort of scandal. It feels like having that conversation makes a little more sense. Does that make sense? Or is that like a confusing argument? No, it makes sense. I don't know. Well, let's well while we're talking about drag race, do you want to talk about the night of a thousand J Lo's? Oh yeah, I sent you a text so fast. Well, while I was hosting it, I literally was like J Lo fashion icon the only outfits i can remember her wearing are the big furry coat from the hustlers yeah no one did hustlers. no one did that well carrie colby probably could have that's probably why she had that big fur coat because it Uh... looked like the hustlers one but instead she got the she had uh, i'm confused because on the show they said it was the actual dress and then in an interview she it was like it was from the same batch of dresses. Like there may have made multiple ones, and that one was the one. But I, I don't know if she that is the one that J Lo wore. But that's what I think. It looks exactly the same. Yeah, I mean, I definitely can understand a a, a designer as big as Versace and a celebrity as big as J Lo. They're not existing one garment but three of the dress of the dress yeah and maybe maybe one is in la so that they could do the fitting or whatever the other one isn't you know it's like i assume they're on like different continents or whatever but i mean that's still crazy and in the interview she said that it was august getty that was able to help her get her hands on it i love that i love it as willem says getty thing is possible It, it truly is with the gettys but I was so underwhelmed by the runway because none of it was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Like, remember but, when they did Gaga? I, that's what I'm saying. It's like, Gaga, there's specific outfits that you think of when you think of Lady Gaga. Right. Cher, there are specific outfits that you think of when you think of Cher. When I think of JLo, I think of that green dress, and that's it. Well, the other thing, well, I mean, and that green dress had so much um, effect. It literally launched Google Image Search. Because mm-hmm. everyone was searching for the image, and they were like, "We'll make a tab for images." Um, but also, you know what I think of? Heels. Uh, what are they called? Pedal pusher pushers. What are the jeans called that end in the mid calf? Oh, uh, like uh, crows. No, 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 no. It's with capri, the C. Capri pants. Capri pants. Oh, uh, oh, Jean from Jenny from the Block with the top with the, the Kangol hat, the Kangol yes. hat, and hoop earrings. I would have loved to seen that. Or okay, how funny would have uh, a, a night of a thousand uh, Mariah Carey's? Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of the same silhouette. True, bodycon dress. Oh, okay. So name another star. I I don't even think Beyonce has that many. Like Beyonce has great co- like. Concert well, Beyonce, costume. there's well, but but there's the, the music Super Bowl videos. outfit. Yeah, there's the the single ladies shorts, which is white white tank top. 
Red yeah, Eel. The, the iconic Beyonce looks, I think, are more music video related, and therefore yeah. they are more casual. So they're not necessarily like a runway full of them. But could you imagine someone coming out there and like the full, uh, uh, Say my name with the strappies, and it's like all open. Yeah, I mean, it House would of be Darion. Incredible. When Miss, when Miss Tina Knowles was just doing cutouts for no reason, anywhere she could, anywhere she wanted, she said mid thigh. Let's put a circle there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right around the knee. Okay, let's ruin this pants structure. <laughs> you ever know about a keyhole cutout? Let's put that right in the center right of your, your back, <laughs> where no one cares about it. Um, wait, but who? So and no one did the cell, which I think is okay. wild. But didn't but Maddie? Maddie post was going about it? to, and then I asked on their Instagram why they didn't, and no, uh, someone else responded Clearance, because they maybe. weren't allowed to do stuff from films or music videos ah. because they wouldn't get the clearance, I guess. But like, I think oh, in, in the cell when she has the red um, yeah. leather quilted outfit, that would have won. That would have yeah. been the Carrie Colby dress. Completely. And I also, like, I'm not trying to be rude here, but the lip sync was boo-boo. I felt like Alyssa Hunter did better at the lip sync, even though, like, the money gun didn't work or whatever. And what is Rue's vibe? She, how is she sending a Puerto Rican queen home on a J-Lo challenge? Like, Orion should have gone home. I'm saying it here. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, you said it. <laughs> come on the, the pod, is, Orion. Come, yeah, Orion, we'll come on the pod. Defend we'll your life. you out. Meatball um, will hook you up. Here's the thing, though. And I don't want to... I mean, I watched it at a bar, so I could be kind of misinterpreting it. But I think that that's we got all the story that we were going to get out of Alyssa Hunter. Yes. I don't think that there was much more for her to give us. Just like I think we got all the story that we needed and wanted out of June Jambalaya that wasn't going to. The June elimination to me made sense. When I look at the lineup of who's left, on like which is a ton of fucking people. And in the words of Gia Gunn, at this point, the dolls are the dolls. <laughs> and someone has to go home first. And when she came in there in that fucking leotard with a jumpsuit over it, I said, go home. I hated it. Well, June finally found her drag family. It's not you. It's the girls from the television show. Absolutely. All right, let's take a break. I hate it. All right, let's okay. talk about pheromones, baby. And I'm not talking about the drag queen that cries a lot. I told you that I ran into pheromone the other day, right? You did? Yeah, it was at Tony Soto's birthday party. So I guess it was like two months ago. And I said, how you doing? And she looked at me and she went, not well. <laughs> just out of the blue. I was literally just trying to make small talk. And I was like, oh, I, ooh, we're not doing trauma at the bar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So did you just pivot? No, we talked for a little bit. I met her uh, friend, and uh, then I just sat down at a table in a corner of the bar, and I was like, I'm not partaking in this dancing. Yeah. Dancing's hard at a bar. Especially Akbar. It's so small in the back. Wait. Um, 
I told you my like lo- my pheromone story from forever ago, right? No. That how I met pheromone was when I was m- planning this music video for my song Vibin from like forever ago. Oh yeah. I hired these people in Austin, Texas. Um, this like wonderful couple, and they um, Chow Chic Designs. No. Oh. <laughs> Why am I bringing up drama for like four years ago? <laughs> you were okay. just really I just love it. it. Um, they made me, I was like, hey, I want to do a um, mermaid tale. Uh, and I was like, um, can you guys make them? Because they, they make them. They're called uh, Sirenalia. Come on, Sirenalia. Um, and they're based out of Austin and they make these beautiful silicone mermaid tails. And so I sent them my measurements. We made the tail. I um, used it in the music video. It was lit. It's like heavy and challenging to get into and like a really cool thing that they make. And when I first met Pheromone, she was like, oh, yeah. When I was living in Austin, I used to work for them. She was like, I painted your mermaid tail. <gasps> yeah. It's always so wild to me the stuff that the girls do before they get on Drag Race and, like, what they're up to after. Because if you would have told me that she was, like, painting mermaid tails, I'd be like, you're a liar. Or, (laughs) like, I watched a video from IMHO and Darby was like, yeah, I had kimchi style that wig for me. And I was like, I can't imagine kimchi styling a wig these days. Not at all. No. Yeah, girl, everyone lives their normal life until they get on a TV show. That's That's the way the cookie crumbles. Um, well, moving right along. <laughs> Did you want to talk about pheromones? No, not really. Did you? Okay. Well, I I've just had this experience recently where it's like your hygiene's right, you're clean. I know you smell good. There's nothing. It's not like ooh, it's the breath, or ooh, it's your butt, okay. or whatever. I know someone whose breath is so bad <laughs> all okay. the time. All the and I don't know. What Are it you is. eating poo poo? I don't know what it is. But one time, I literally was like, "Oh my god, why does the street <laughs> smell like sewage?" And the more we talked, the more I was like, "Oh no, it's, it's coming from mouth. you." It, it it so to me, it's not when I'm ta- what I'm talking about is it's not those things, but there's something about that person's smell. That person's pheromones that you're just like, oop, nope, not for me. No. Do you think it's like the products you use? Or do you think it's just natural? I think it's what you consume. I think like, you know, they say like people who eat a lot of garlic, they have like a more garlicky smell to them. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and it changes the way your company's taste. You know? (laughs) Here's my question. We, for years now, Tell all of these fuck stories. <laughs> yeah, but we can't say cum. <laughs> and you, what do you mean cum? Cummies. <laughs> cum, cummies. What were you going to say? <laughs> I was just going to say for years. And I just put my insane sex life on blast. And people, all the comments are like, Dipper needs therapy. The sex life stuff is very wild. These fuck talk stories. And you tell some fun and interesting stories, but they're all mostly from before your relationship, of course. Yeah. What was your? I've been curious. What's because when we started working together, you were single, but you were courting Michael. 
Mm, true, 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 true. And so, like, there were moments when you were kind of not tethered to another person, but basically this whole time you've been in the relation. Listen, I what think- was your mo as a single person? What was your vibe? How did you? How did you creep? Well, here's my thing. I always had a in a friend. TLC kind of way. My creep, <laughs> yeah, you peeping, mama. I would. I I wasn't like hooking up with people and like becoming friends with them. Like I was like, this person is a hookup. That's their I'll never job. see you. That's their I'll role in my life. Um, and then there's some people that I was like, uh, like if I was traveling or something and I would see them, I I would just be like. Let's hook up tonight after the show, and then I'll hang out a little bit, and then next time I'm in town, I'll see you again, and it'll be fine. But there was, like, no, it need any, like, romantic connection, you know? And you were always dick riding? No, sometimes I was just topping. Or sometimes who, it was me? Just, who, me at top? Sometimes it was just suckies. And Siding. You, would say, you, would say, you, you were side, you were just bumping We were just bumping together. into each other's sides. Um, and you would save all your farts for when you left? Yeah, I would not fart in their house unless it was like, ooh. But there's like been a it couple times. It would leave times. the hotel room, you close the door, and it would just be like the longest. <laughs> there's nothing like that moment when someone leaves your space and you can actually. Cause but you I know what a, I've actually I found? Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, sometimes I'm scared it's going to be a shit. And like I said, right to Coco Peru's face. Yeah, I'm still shocked that you just fully shit yourself in a car and then told the world. Here's what it was. It was a wet fart. It needed cleanup, but it wasn't a full shit. (laughs) I don't know what's worse. Was it mucusy? You know, let's not get into it. (laughs) I'm also just thinking about the fact that I know that you would just like only wear like basketball compression shorts. So it was like really sticking to you. Yeah, it was right in my biz. That's why I had to get the diaper wipe. Is it, this is too much? Okay, this is too much, and no edits, so we can't even take it out. Now, I was gonna say it's hard. I, I've found that it's harder when I was traveling to get people just to come back to my hotel room with me. Like I'd always have to go to their place, but I was like, "You have roommates," or like, "No, I'm it's have the to best to have a little hookup come to the hotel." Yeah, I know, but most of the time it would be at their house. Mm-mm. And then I'd be like, all right, well, hopping in the Uber tonight because I don't want to spend the night. Yeah. Have you ever been to Uber, Javert? Javert. So um, we have some voicemails. We also have some emails and some reviews. We don't have that much time left. What are we going to do? Why don't we do this email? Okay. Shall I read it? Yes. You, I or know do you want you like to? to? I know how you know how to read. I know about you and your, I your know literacy. About you and your reading. Hey, slops. So my female cousin's husband, you got that, had mm-hmm. previously confided in me that they had had a threesome with another guy, and oh. he really enjoyed it. This was several months ago. Just last night, he reached out via Facebook Messenger to tell me that he had come out as bi to her and proceeded to tell me some things. First off, that my cousin is into it. Gotta love a supportive spouse. And she bought a 10-inch strap-on dildo to fuck him with. He then proceeds to tell me that he likes longer cocks, and his former roommate had a 13-inch dick that he could take all the way to the base. 
Needless to say, I was shocked. Well, what happened next is what earned me my white trash card. He sends me pics of aforementioned dildo in his ass, as well as some other pics and even a video of him coming. Not wanting him to feel self-conscious and being a people pleaser, I returned the favor and sent some nudes of my own. Then he tells me that he jerked off and came while looking at my pictures. Now, I won't engage in anything further than pick swapping because that would be weird considering his dick was inside my cousin and they have two kids. Just thought I'd drop it and share. Um, sorry. Just thought I'd drop in and share. G. Did pretty good till the end there. Uh, yeah, so no edits. You know, you can't <laughs> fix that. I love They're I like don't know. care about the like weird incestual like infidelity but i'm like how was my reading but is it infidelity i feel like his cousin is his cousin's wife or no his cousin probably saw those pictures my dude she probably (laughs) looked at them my friend my good friend (laughs) right because they they're clearly working on something over there and they she wants to fuck you she's slinging slinging a strap over there when i first read this i thought he said that his former roommate had a 13 inch dildo i think i like skipped over 13 inch dick honey this this makes it seem like the bisexual husband slightly closeted used to sit all the way down on his roommate's dick and then married a woman and now has finally come out to his wife as bi and she said honey grab the harness call a babysitter it's time to fuck just looking at pictures of 13 inch dicks right now and it's Insane. Are there that many that exist? I mean, fuck. There's well, if you type it in, there's just a lot of pictures next to rulers. You know, like, <laughs> longer than longer than it's like hitting a little further. Now, I what think... is the deal with big dick motherfuckers walking around thinking they don't have big dicks? Like, if it's hitting your mid thigh just while you hang no, out well, during okay, the day, well, you know what's worse? What about those big dick motherfuckers who know they have a big dick and have a terrible attitude because of it? Because they think they can do they they think they, they can do whatever they want. They get a they parking a big ticket. Old pipe. They get a parking ticket and they just pull their pants down and go. Eh. Like, eh, thoughts? Thoughts? I don't think I'm getting this. You want to touchy? You want to touchy? Well, and Tony Soto, I was with yesterday, and he was like, "I think it's time to start shaming people with big dicks. How dare they think they're better than the rest of us?" So you I'm, big dick. What did uh, Angeria say uh, on the episode? She said, "You ugly, ugly bitch. You ugly bi- motherfucker." No, she said, "Bitch, bitch." So, is it incest? Is it cheating? Is it bad? Is they as are they asking for a threesome? Are they? Are you willing to engage with this person? This question. person said, I won't engage in anything further than pick swapping. But like to tie but, it all back to euphoria. Girl, in euphoria, they're all fucking and taking yeah, pictures and swapping and pics. And, and technically, you're not related, to, related the, to this person. Right. And you did, here's the thing. You did send your dick pics. But after. Yeah, but you still sent them. I feel like if you didn't want to, you wouldn't have. I think you want to see what's going on up in there. Are we is, Are we just like, does decorum not mean anything to you, Meatball? What do you mean? 
we, we're just past the rules of society. You just do whatever you want. Fuck your husband's husband. Well, your it, cousin's it, husband. All I'm saying is I think his cousin knows. And I think she might be okay with it. And I think she might be okay with it because maybe it's like, well, at least we're keeping it in the family. And he's not searching around for dicks that are outside. Now, of here's, what I here's know. the thing. If you're this in person a person f- is close, they know my kid. Maybe they could get a babysitter out of it. Now, if uh, if you're at a family function and you're both up at the, you know, putting a little bit of, you know, potato salad on your plate at the buffet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the wife no winks, in that potato winks salad. at you and says, um, you really helped us spice things up or something like that, girl, as uh, Whoopi Goldberg would say, Molly, you in danger, girl. And you are. Because you don't want to go down the path, but I think we've all sort of in our lifetime gone a bit too far on texting because it feels like a video game it doesn't yeah feel it doesn't real. feel real it feels like there's no responsibility or follow through afterwards so don't hook up with your cousin there you go your cousin's all right i want to talk about two reviews and then we got to end the show okay we, now we often don't read the reviews but i did i was bored the other day and i was wondering what we were up to now on january 19th uh, of this year, very recent, someone posted a review titled Problematic One mm. Star. And the review says, I'm unsubscribing due to Meatball's comment that all drag isn't valid. I thought Thoughts? we got, I thought that we all understood that that was like a joke. Right. Yeah. And also, when we say that, what we mean is that My bad drag, drag sucks, and if you're bad at drag, don't do it. No, that's not. <laughs> no, of course. Like, God, it was a joke. Up. It Jesus was a Christ. fucking joke. Of course, all drag isn't valid. <laughs> Why'd you do it again? Oops, did I do it again? Oops, Here, oops please. Um, the deal Here's My is, question is: What? How bad is? Your drag, drag commenter, upset about me making a joke about drag not being valid. Like, how invalidated are you in the drag scene that you're at? That, like, oh my god, this just reminds me. No, people really think we're the news. People really think we are the news. Well, listen. On Friday, (laughs) we got another message, a review that was five stars, and it reads, "All drag isn't valid. Facts are facts, diva." From Genie Beanie sixty nine. <laughs> yeah, take that, Zainab thirteen. Yeah, have that, bitch. <laughs> you ugly bitch. You I mean, ugly invalid bitch. <laughs> Go fuck your cousin, you bitch. Um, it's just the kind of thing where, hello, girl. Of course, have every you seen single the shit that I do in drag. Of course, I think all drag is valid. Starships were meant to fly. Every Let's single, do this one more one time. More time. <laughs> Listen, every single piece of artistic expression, everything that anyone does that isn't specifically meant to harm or hurt someone in the world, yes, that's a valid expression of how you feel and who you are. That does not make it good. That does not make us want to consume it. But it does make it valid. Mm. And I think people just get so caught up in that. Like... Can you critique someone for being bad? Y'all critique us every time we open our mouths. Yeah. Bippity. Boppity. Boo. Wait, I have one more thing. Okay, then we gotta wrap up. We gotta wrap up. 
I was okay, so I'm like redoing my drag closet because it needs more shelves and stuff. But I, it's like connected to my hall closet. So it, I'm, well, I'm doing this because I climbed up. Um, climbed I guess up. what I'm trying to say. What do is, you have? 18 foot ceilings? They're tall. Yeah, ugly bitch. Yeah, ugly bitch. <laughs> um, if you found something like in a closet that Secret was from a pr- previous dead rat, no, Condor. but I don't know. But would you? And it, you know, it's not the people that lived here right before you. A gun. It's like someone else. Heroin. What would you do? Would if you tell the landlord? Would you try to give it back to them? Would you just keep it? Would you call the police? My thought is it's valuable, right? It's like a stash of money. No, it's not. Because otherwise, you're not. Why are you asking this? I just want to know what you would do. I think I. It depends on what the object was. Girl, if it was what? a stack of old dish towels, I'd throw them out. If it was a diary that someone had like poured their heart and soul a into, prank? I was on that play. I, I <laughs> Mr. Doosel, I would, yeah, I would call the landlord and see if I could get in contact with someone. If it was, yes, drugs or money or some sort of weapon, yeah, I'd probably figure out a way to like drop that off at City Hall or something. Like, I with a note on the bag says, <laughs> "Don't call me." Um, <laughs> Found. Ignore the prince. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is it? Can you Nothing. describe the item? No, I can't talk about it on this podcast, <laughs> but I'll tell you later. Thank ah! you so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can follow, send us an email at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com, or you can call in with your own fuck talk story. Don't say it. They should know it three. by now. Don't say it. Two, one, you three. know the number. Five three six nine one eight zero. You can follow us on Instagram. It's Big Dipper Jelly and Spiciest Meatball, or Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter, and Big Dipper Jelly on Twitter, and Big Dipper Jelly on TikTok, and something on TikTok for me. I think it's just Meatball. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which comes out every Tuesday and Friday. Goodbye. We have a nice, big, fun episode for you on Friday. So yeah, get ready. See you then. That's that was me room. knocking. That was me knocking on knocking your on the closet. door for the cum dump. Oh, oh. okay. Bye. Doodle doo doo forever. Dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music editing and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. <laughs>